0: Back to Word of God. We are three English majors who have set out to analyze supernatural. Now that it's done, to figure out what was it supposed to be, what did it become, and how. I'm Ash, the old-time fan. My pronouns are v, vim, or it, its, and you can follow me on Tumblr
1: at the Voice of Nightvale with dashes. I'm Emma, the latecomer. I use any pronouns, and you can follow me on Tumblr at Lazarus Emma.
2: I'm Wyatt, the newcomer. I use he/him pronouns. You can follow me on Twitter or on co-host at ToppleThrones.
0: Thrones. And you can follow the show on Twitter, Tumblr, and on TikTok at Word of God cast. Well, we're back. yeah, we're back.
2: There was a slight delay. There, there may be another one where we're, we've caught up to our buffer, uh, and thus we're and we're all busy people, and the scheduling can be somewhat difficult sometimes. But we appreciate your patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, to- today, today, oh, you want to do it? Okay.
1: <laughs> okay, today we're talking about six, seven family matters, and six, eight all dogs go to heaven. Um, not a great run this week. No. No. Um. Content warnings for this episode are as follows torture, electrocution,
0: blood infection, misogyny, slut shaming, cultural appropriation, home invasion, uh, animal death. Animals are shot in the fiction, but they're people who look like animals. Uh, sexual assault and jokes about
1: sexual assault. If you'd like us to warn for something we don't already flag, you can reach us through our Askbox on Tumblr or send an email to wordofgodcast at gmail.com.
2: Askbox.
0: Ass box. <laughs>
1: um, six as, as, seven as, family matters. Should, actually, I look. just noticed aired on November fifth.
2: Oh, funny. <laughs> I mean, it was bound to happen. For one episode, the show ran for fifteen years or whatever. It's That's, there's um, a whole
1: stack natural spreadsheet somewhere.
2: Great. Uh, I was just gonna say, as a preface slash forewarning, Ash is sick. And uh-huh. I I am suffering from the effects of a flu slash covid shot, so the energy of this one may be a little bit weird.
0: I do feel better. Oh that's good. Yeah, my face is not nearly as full of junk, but my um
2: Ash, I thought you were gonna say my face is not normal is not is not quite as full of joy.
0: Well, that is also true. Um
1: but I might sound a little bit more like a frogman. Yeah. You know what else aired on November 5th now that I'm looking? Changing Channels. Christ. Well. And Dog Dean Afternoon, which is a bad one. Yeah.
2: Alright, let's talk about
1: this one, though. I'm going yeah. to give you one second. Okay, <laughs> okay. that's all of them. Yep. Alright, um, synopsis. Alright, 6-7 Family Matters. We start with a pretty good recap. Um. It reminds us that we left off with Dean just beating the crap out of Sam, and so now yeah. we have Sam beat up, tied to a chair, and Cass is discussing this case with Sam the Sam case with Continuity. Dean. Um yeah. we discover Sam has never slept since his return and he doesn't like feel emotions. Um Cass metaphysically shoves his hand into Sam's chest, which hurts, and he announces that Sam has no soul. So we have an answer to the question of what is up with Sammy this season.
3: Yep. Um, Sam they gets out of soul. his
1: gets out of his ropes and insists on working with Dean on this, which Dean is not happy about, and Cass says that he doesn't know who could have pulled Sam from the cage, and Sam suggests that they're only lead to Samuel, so they go talk to him. Cass soul fists him too, but his soul is present. Christian walks in on their cavity search and just walks back out. <laughs> <laughs> samuel says that he didn't know sam soul was missing but he knew something was up with sammy this season because he's been a hell of a hunter Cass dips because he is in the middle of a civil war in heaven which the boys are wildly unconcerned with um anyway the campbell crew has a lead on the alpha fam so let's go deal with that case instead of helping Cass with his fucking problems uh, <laughs> to be fair know,
2: i don't know if there's much any of them can do about that
1: but they don't even like ask yeah Whatever. that's true they're just they like don't even oh, say I'm sucks sorry for you. Going through that cast, that sucks <laughs> they, they, they literally said, really "Sorry, sorry that, that happened," or "Good for you." I'm or, not reading all yeah, that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so is hurt that Samuel doesn't want to include him in things. Christian finds Dean trying to get into Samuel's office. They banter in an unfriendly manner and insult each other's romantic partners. Cue wall slam. Christian threatens Dean if he comes along on this hunt, but whatever, nothing is going to come of that. On this hunt dean gets charged with hanging back with gwen and who is also annoyed about this she says that this is probably because she reminds samuel of his daughter or something so we'll talk about that and then they take down a vamp together and dean charges to join the rest of the crew so he manages to see the gang hooding and kidnapping someone with hands that look like the alpha vamp as his vampire vision from six five boring um and samuel says that the alpha is already on the pyre so we know that he is a liar oh my god that rhymes Um, Dean calls Sam on that, and Sam confesses Samuel's been catching monsters to torture for info, and he, Sam, decided not to tell Dean, because Dean would, quote, mess it up by shooting first and asking later when they had need to ask questions. Dean is pissed by this he says sam's instincts are fucked up and he shouldn't trust samuel who is shady as shit he says sam can either stick with him and tell him everything even if it doesn't seem important or he can stick with samuel so then we see sam approach samuel saying dean is gone and asking to be let in on the interrogation samuel turns him down citing the soullessness and sam uh tinkers with a cell phone in samuel's car and goes to tell dean so he says samuel didn't tell didn't take the bait but they have a gps on him now which they can trust samuel will not notice because he is from the olden days um (laughs) (laughs) they follow him to a warehouse smeared with dead man's blood and inside samuel is electrocuting the alpha vamp in a chair in a cage which does look pretty cool uh it doesn't hurt him at all
3: Um, he does the willy
1: wonka thing of like no don't stop um when samuel leaves dean and sam go ask him some stuff sorry go ask the alpha vamp some stuff and he's like weirdly accommodating because he does the whole you'll be dead soon i can tell you whatever you want thing. Mm -hmm. Um he also recognizes Dean from Six Five, their own first name basis. So here's what we learn. Um he is the first vampire ever. He was made by some sort of quote mother. Um he can somehow smell Sam's soullessness, which whatever, that would have been convenient when Dean was a vampire, Uh but maybe it's an alpha thing. Um, Probably uh, I mean, maybe he smelled Sam was different and didn't know why, so I can yeah, let that pass. Yeah, whereas alphas
2: have, like, super boosted sense powers or whatever. hmm it's
1: fine. Um, and Samuel's trying to get the location of purgatory from this the alphas. Um, also, all monsters where...
2: go to purgatory. I was like, oh, going
1: to say that my next sentence. Sorry, Purgatory sorry, is sorry. where <laughs> monsters go when they die. Um, we also learned that Samuel is acting on someone's orders. Dean and Sam get busted, and while they have a little talk with the people who just busted them, the Alpha Vamp breaks loose and kills one of the background Campbells, whose name barely happens. Um, I think it's Tyler. Then um, he snaps Christian's neck, and he's about to turn Sam into a vampire, because he will be apparently the perfect animal without a soul. Um, but Christian shows up with black eyes and stops him. He's been possessed for a while, according to Crowley, who also shows up. Um, it's Crowley's orders that Samuel's been following. Crowley wants to add purgatory to his domain of control, and he has the power to get Sam his soul back if the boys cooperate. So now they work for Crowley for now. Mm -hmm. The end. The end.
2: Okay, so... I'm sorry. The Alpha Vampire is a way cooler and more threatening villain than Crowley. I'm so (laughs) mad that... Like, Crowley's just our little guy. He's just our funny little guy. Like, I know he's scary in The King of Hell or whatever, but I'm not scared of him. The Alpha Vampire had, like, genuine, like, charisma on screen like the way he talked was super cool he was really threatening when he got out and started kicking people's asses I was like ah heck yeah um and then he just gets detained by like three demons and it's like ah, our true villain Crowley boo
1: boo I <laughs> yeah. say Crowley experienced villains okay so fast <laughs> It's literally I don't think they ever built him up to be like a credible threat because we first meet him as the king of the crossroads, right? And then it's like off screen he became the king of hell, but we still don't treat him like he's anything scary. Yeah, I I like that for him. This this episode and the next couple episodes is like trying to build him up to be more of a threat, but like he's so funny that he's not threatening.
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah, he does occasionally uh... do things that are like, ooh, but he. He is always just the little guy who's a little a little dickhead that the Winchesters hang around sometimes because it's a mutually beneficial relationship. He, even though they're like, you're the fucking big bad of like two seasons.
1: Do we even see him kill people? Like, what's he even doing?
0: Not yet. He hasn't killed anyone yet.
3: Yeah, he's like, killed. We making deals. He's and probably, he
2: killed yeah, all those bad. guys in the in the biotech building back That's in season true. five.
0: But he doesn't kill anyone that like doesn't within the narrative, deserve to die. You know? Like, he doesn't kill He's like, not scary, is the
1: problem.
2: Well, he killed all those innocent innocent people inside that building. Okay, that's... That is the thing that happened. I guess he's they not were just kind of at their jobs.
1: Yeah, we've established that he's a demon, but he doesn't feel like a big boss. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. He, he... just feels like a funny little guy.
2: Mark Shepard is, unfortunately, has the vibe of permanently being, like, the dude right under the villain who is smarter but less scarier than they are. Like it's that's true. the vibe he's got.
0: Also, he's so small.
2: He, he he has such a he I wanna like squish his there's,
1: there's a shot where he's like approaches he okay, so he when he first shows up, he's at like the top of some stairs, right? And then he walks down the stairs like doing a slow clap and walks over to the you know, the gang. Um, and he's like talking to Samuel, so he has to like crane his neck up to talk to yeah, Samuel. It's so funny. It's an over
0: the shoulder shot from Samuel's perspective, and Crowley is so small. And granted, yeah. m- is it Mitch Peleggy?
4: Yes. Yeah, Touch he's that, like Samuel. a big
0: guy. I don't know how tall he is, but he's a big guy. But like Crowley is just so little. Just,
1: this is Mitch Peleggy is six two.
0: Okay, so he's, he's shorter than Sam. And Mark Shepherd Jared.
1: is 5'9", so he's literally not even short. It's just three inches, but it's so so pointed.
0: Mark Shepherd might be like two inches taller than me. They need to get him some hooker heels on set. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I like I like my little guy being tiny.
1: Short kings deserve to be evil on screen. So Without short. having to sacrifice their shortness.
0: Mm-hmm. Trans is hell if Crowley is a short I... and two have sold his soul for a dick. I like this
2: twist. It's just like... I don't know. The alpha, like, shapeshifter was, was, very, was, like, scary and powerful, and they did not win. It feels like it should take more. We're talking vampires here. I know, like, in 2010, vampires were sort of blasé. Everyone was making fun of them because of Twilight or whatever. They don't have the majesty that they once had or whatever, but, like, come on. They got Dracula here, and he doesn't even do anything barely. He gets caught, like, immediately. He kills
1: literally one person.
2: He kills one guy, and then Crowley I mean, apprehends him Christian. with three demons.
0: Yeah, he, the problem is, is he's, obviously, he's there to serve the plot, which, obviously, yep. that's what And that's the show. Are, it's, like,
2: yeah. I, I noted in my notes, like, the show has a serious problem with, like, villains that could be cool, that they just, like, they have the idea, they do the idea, and then they throw it off to the side.
0: Uh-huh looks at the seven deadly sins. Yeah. I was just thinking that one, yep. Three. Yeah. Um, yeah, he, <laughs> now that you pointed that out, the alpha vampire is, like, so much cooler and more intimidating than Crowley is. It's really funny.
2: I, I just, I love a scene when a character talks to, like, someone behind bars strapped to a torture implement, and they're the one with all the power.
0: Uh-huh. Like, it's he so sells good. it
2: so well of, like, oh yeah, I'm getting out of here.
0: Yeah. Also, this actor fucking yeah. is incredible as the alpha vamp.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. he rocks. He's so cool.
0: He's very yeah. good at vibes. I'm I'm trying to remember, like, if he did something similar. He's
2: Henry Fogg in The Magicians. And the Magicians I, yes, I know that. Okay.
0: I just can't remember enough of The Magicians. Uh,
2: yeah, I'm not sure. That was the big thing I remember him being in. He's in... Uh, it's some... the only thing
0: I ever... I just listened to this episode. I think he was in Battlestar Galactica a little bit. Mm-hmm. But the only thing I knew him from was. Um... Enter Star
2: Trek Enterprise.
0: He was in Star Trek Enterprise. Yeah. Oh wait, I didn't watch Enterprise. I he's in Voyager 2 G. for
2: three episodes, and Deep Voyager Space Nine Ranger. for one episode. He's been in a bunch of Star Trek.
0: Okay, none of the Star Treks I've watched yet, though.
2: That's fair. Um, <sighs> yeah, it doesn't anyway. seem like it doesn't seem like he's ever he's gotten the chance. Oh, he's in seven episodes of The Vampire Diaries. Let this man be a main villain in something. He's good at it. He could do it.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, there's something about what? Supernatural hiring like really talented black actors. I know to play underutilized villains. I know.
2: What's yeah? What's up with
4: that?
0: <laughs> and then also being like pretty racist about it. Yeah. Okay. Should we go chronologically? Yeah,
2: sure. <laughs> Let's talk yeah. about this. Let's talk about our our soulless boy.
0: Yeah. My first note is cast heart emoji. I recognize um, my first
1: note shape. is is actually um, the first. The first line is, Cas goes, you're right, he looks terrible. So true. I love when Cas is mean to Sam. It's so funny. I'm Un- so fucking funny. provoked
2: It's pretty funny.
0: I'm so sorry to the SassDL shippers out there, but th- it's so funny when Cas is just an asshole to Sam. He's
2: Isn't just a bitch like, for no reason. I'm sure they could incorporate that into their belief system.
0: Oh no, it's- it's. I'm sure, yeah, it's true. I have, like, one SassDL mutual on Tumblr who comes on, like, every three months and just posts a bunch of SassDL at <laughs> once, and I'm like- like, I don't dislike Sassiel, so I'm like, yeah, you, you're, you're the little bit of, like, diversity in my ecosystem here.
1: It's diversity higher of nuance. your dash.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
1: To keep, to hold back I... the big L gentrification.
0: Yeah, it just gotta, got, it, it helps to remember that um, people ship cast with other characters besides Dean Winchester.
1: <laughs> okay, do so I need to remind you how long our purgatory fic is?
0: Listen! You're right, it is fucking long. So also I regular I okay, I've said this to Emma before, but I ship cast with whoever will make him happy.
1: I just don't think Sam would.
0: Exactly. I think I think, I think Sam I think and I deserve to work have terrible. Eileen deserves a milk toast white man. And I mean that with as much love in my heart as possible.
2: I cannot wait to meet this person.
0: And Rowena also deserves a milk toast white man because she deserves it and also because I think she would have a she lot could of fun hugging him. Yeah, she would make him worse. So true. Eileen would make him better, Rowena would make him worse. And that's why they're in a polycule.
1: <laughs> they just <laughs> custody battle over Sam's morals.
0: It's like Crowley and Azir fell with Warlock, but with this full-grown fucking man <laughs> that they're both having sex with.
2: I hope the Supernatural fans among us are entertained by this conversation. I
3: was <laughs> just thinking, poor
0: oh, Wyatt. <laughs> what? Someday, Wyatt, you'll learn. It's okay.
1: Um, okay, back to this episode, Cass. Hold on.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait. Uh, I just I I just finished making a meme in the background while you were doing this. Oh, Aww. excellent,
3: excellent, excellent. This I is your
2: Tumblr wild. mutual. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, <Yeah>. literally.
1: <laughs> For those who are not gonna be seeing the image, it's the I sleep the guy wraps. and then the bottom image with the like glowing eyes says I post SCL.
2: Excuse me, that's Shaquille O'Neal.
1: Okay, sorry.
2: No, it's fine. I don't,
1: I don't know celebrities. I guess. Um, that is really funny. Actually, I would probably never have recognized him ever.
0: No, same. Pats your head. <laughs> I recognize Shaq in the Goldbong commercials. That's about it. That's fair.
1: Um. So anyway, Cass goes, "Is he speaking in tongues? Are you speaking in tongues? Why are you asking Dean first? Gay ass. Gay ass.
2: No. I mean. He's more likely to get better information out of out of Dean, but I do. And like, if
0: Sam is speaking in tongues, bedside I don't know, like he is understand terrible. tongues. Yeah. That's a fun sentence to say th- to say anything about. Um
2: <laughs> I like when he goes to do the the angel fisting. He, he's like, bite down on this. If there's someplace you find soothing, you should go there in, mm-hmm. your,
3: mind. <laughs> in your
2: mind. Like it takes him a moment to be like, right, I need to specify. You're not allowed to leave.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I love Cass so much. So uh, good. Yeah, Chekhov's Soul Touch. Yep. We introduced it in that one episode. Now we're bringing it back. Yep. Now that it's episode a thing we can do.
2: Two, right? No, three. I don't know. Uh... Whatever. Two was the baby.
0: The baby. Um. Yeah, it's the third man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, it's episode three. Yeah, because that's yeah, the cat. Because Cass is the third man. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Crowley has Sam's soul.
0: Yep. Okay, well, no, Crowley doesn't have Sam's soul. Crowley has domain Sam's... over
1: Sam's soul. Yeah,
2: Sam's sure. soul is
0: in the cage with Michael and Lucifer. Right, but Crow- Crow- Crowley, Crowley has all...
2: Yes, Crowley could get it.
0: Yeah. Yes, if he wanted to.
1: According to him.
0: According yes. to him, it's right. true. He might be, be bluffing. He is the
2: king of hell. I don't know exactly what that like, what power set that comes with, but...
0: If anyone could do it, he could.
2: Yeah. feels like the king of the domain would be the one who could get the thing out of it. Um...
0: Yeah, I guess it depends on who designed the cage.
2: Yeah, I guess.
1: Size and later seasons.
2: Um. <laughs>
1: um. So, yeah, Sam they, doesn't they, sleep. Yeah, they find oh, out that Sam doesn't have his soul. And um, Dean says, so is he even still Sam? And Cass goes, well, you pose an interesting philosophical question. <laughs> yeah, spend more time on that. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, they do like they, they... hint
0: at it. They just keep like, having Dean go. I,
1: You're not actually Sam, and Sam goes. I don't know. I'm still Sam, and then Sam sometimes changes his mind about that. Like that's not. Yeah, in the next episode, the he says, "You know,
0: same melon, same memories. I'm still Sam. I'm just different." Mm-hmm. Like they, they, they hint at it, but they're too caught up in like the monster of the week stuff to actually go into the cool world building possibilities.
3: Mm.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's. It's interesting, because, like, he... He is Sam in that he he has continuity with Sam and has all his memories and more or less acts like him. But also it becomes very clear that he's pretending. to. He's more pretending to act like Sam because he knows how Sam should be acting because he's in his mind and has all his memories, etc. But uh-huh. he is missing like the spark of who he is and like the stuff that he cares about. He just remembers caring about those things and so knows how to be him based on past actions. Actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is but,
1: extremely cool, and we get to learn more about like Sam' POV of all this next episode. Yeah. yeah,
2: which I think that's a neat, neat. If you're if you're gonna have souls be a thing, that's a that's a neat way to to have the soul to like this is what the soul does. Mm-hmm. Like your meat and your meat remembers, but your meat is not like the spark of who you are. I guess the
0: axe forgets, but the meat
1: remembers. <laughs> 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 the Sam is willing, but the meat is weak.
0: <laughs> the, the meat is the mind killer.
3: By
2: the way, I guess uh, for for those of you who may have caught that little reference, Ash and I have been watching Andor, and boy, boy, talk about good TV compared to what, what we're talking God. about today.
0: Remember when Star Wars is good?
2: It's not, it doesn't happen watching, often.
0: I started watching Visions, too. Good. Because I finished Book of Boba Fett.
2: Visions can be kind of hit or miss, but every episode is uh-huh. fun, IMO.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I like everything that they do, but um, sometimes I'm like, yeah, okay. This this could have used a few more passes yeah. through the editors. we we'll First episode, about fucking later. rules. Yes, though. it does.
2: Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs>
0: Podcasting. <laughs> Stop.
2: Listen, this is evergreen content. It's Everyone true. cares about Star Wars.
0: We <laughs> are all love Star Wars.
2: Um, so yeah, Sam's like, I'm still me, as as we said, but uh, is he though?
1: Is he? Jinx. Um, Sam's soul is in the cage, which is different than just being in hell. Um, and so Dean is like, well, you pulled me out, and Cass goes, it took several angels to rescue you. Oh. Interesting how we only ever talk about Cass doing that. Like, this was a whole, like, oh. rescue mission for the sword. Cass it, was the lucky was, was sperm Cass that who fertilized was... the egg. <laughs> <sighs> okay, you did not have to say it like that. I know <laughs> you like didn't have owl to owl say is, it hell like hell that. Hell is like
0: a uterus.
1: Well, you see when an angel and a sword love each other very much.
2: Yeah. Uh Okay, so. Heaven yeah, is Yannick,
0: and hell is Yannick.
1: <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dead air. Um, <laughs>
2: it deserved it.
1: Cass, no. Dean says, Cass, clean him up. And Cass just does that. Yeah, just we are just giving name. orders to the fucking angel. Uh-huh. You just. Mm, that's just listens. a little guy. He doesn't even care. Yeah. This guy is yeah. so busy, and you schlep him out here to deal with your weirdo little brother, and you're not even going to, like, say thank you. Literally. Oh, to yeah. We specifically should We should know. not appreciative of Cass.
2: Sam just, like, somehow untied himself.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, know how he does Sammy that, is. Though. He can get out of anything. Yeah, I know. He can get it's... out of being tied down to stuff.
2: It's just very funny, because he's, like, they're, they're like, uh... Dean, he's like, are you going to keep me tied up? And Dean's like, yeah, maybe. And then he just gets up and he's like, sorry about this. But like, no, man. I'm, I'm <laughs> He's like, I don't her. think so.
1: No, thank you. If it he's sucks, hit the brakes. He's stuck with the,
2: the guy.
4: Yep. Uh-huh.
0: Apparently Dean just, maybe Dean just sucks at tying things.
2: Maybe. Maybe.
0: I do, I do like how Sam's like, you're not going to keep me here. Not here, not in a panic room. Yep. You're stuck with the soulless, guys, so why don't you work with me? Like, oh, I'd love the callback. Dean wants to trap Sammy down where he cannot get hurt and where he can't hurt other people.
2: So go talk to Samuel.
1: They refer to Cass as their wingman, which is so funny. Yes, their
2: wingman. Oh,
0: God. It's so good. And
1: then, like, Dean glances up and Samuel, like,
0: glances, glances up and... Cass is just there. I love it. I love it
2: when Cass is just there. Yeah. I've been waiting for this Chrysler building line since y'all quoted it. Oh, so true,
3: so true. Because Samuel
1: says, this is Castiel. You're scrawnier than I pictured. Interesting. What gave you that impression? Why Uh, were were, were you mm. expecting Cass to be super buff? Um, And Mm. Cass goes, this is a vessel. My true form is... No, you know why? Do the voice.
2: Okay. Do the voice. My true form is approximately the size of your Chrysler building.
1: And you can go, stop bragging. (laughs)
2: I love it, I love it, I love it. Um, And then, yeah, as, as you said, they do the angel cavity search, and, like, Christian walks in and just, like, walks out again. He like, walks in because in Samuel
1: was screaming, and then he sees yeah. Cass, like, has his sleeves rolled up, and Samuel is, like, half bent over, and they refer to a cavity search, and Christian's like, I don't want to hear about my uncle or whatever getting an, a prostate exam, I'm out of here.
0: Yeah, Samuel does have to tell him to get the fuck out, but he does. He does like, okay.
2: It's more like an intestine exam. Cast it for for those who have not seen the episode. He just like shoves his fist right into their stomach.
0: Like I guess the soul is stored in the tummy.
2: <laughs> I guess. I thought it was in the pineal gland.
1: ha. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it here.
2: <laughs> um, but yeah, this is where like Cass is, is like, your problems always come first. It's like, sad yeah. about them not, like, because cause, oh, Dean's so rude here. He's
1: it's so rude. Literally. Cass is like, I have to get back. And Dean he's says, like, you're leaving? And he says, I'm in the middle of a civil war. And Dean says, you better tear the attic up, find something yeah. to help Sam. <gasps> and Cass says, of course, your problems always come first. I'll be in touch and leaves. I, like, he's probably being sarcastic there, but he's also, like, doesn't it's he kind of mean he's it being though? Rude. Literally, your problems always come first. Like Jesus Christ, Dean. He's in the middle of a civil war, and you're and like, "Well, like... can you put a pause on the civil war you're in the middle of and help me?" Like, why should he? Just because he's in love with you? Okay. Why are you, as a man, demanding help from another man?
4: Yeah, it should be anathema to you, Dean. It's
3: so true. Cass doesn't even like count as asking for help because he's gonna do it. Um, most of this after
4: this is all like plotty plot plot like,
3: mm-hmm. Dean is so petty though he's like
1: you don't trust me guy you've known for yeah. a couple months who has done nothing but bitch like okay he also yeah. refers to the alpha vamp as big daddy bloodsucker you didn't have to say that
4: <laughs> sure I guess
1: <laughs> there is a pretty funny cut it's like a very cheap joke but Dean's like okay I trust you to Samuel and immediately cuts and goes I don't trust him
2: uh-huh. Um. To be fair, the vibes are bad.
1: The vibes suck. This place The vibes are S- rancid. Um, you know what else sucks? Trying to break into Samuel's office, getting caught and immediately making a I'm going to fuck your wife joke.
2: The scene is so homoerotic.
0: It's it's so it's so something. It's so weird. Although I do love I do love Dean's comeback, the I'm going to fuck your wife joke. I do love a good a good I fucked your wife joke. <laughs>
1: Um, which means that Dean started it, but it's still, like, completely unexpected, at least, when, maybe not uncalled mm-hmm. for, but, like, why the fuck would you say this when Christian's, like, only action you've seen lately is between your slut girlfriend's legs. What? First of all, you don't know her at all. Second of all, yeah. she's, like, in a monogamous relationship. Third of all, why are we slut-shaming any women? Like, what is happening here? And, like, uh, I guess technically so horrible, this is a demon, but it's, it yeah. sucks. Yeah. This weird little like, are you sure you want to come with us on this hunt? Accidents happen, like. Yeah. Wh- uh, what?
2: This guy dies at the end of this episode, right? Or no, he's a demon. He's, he's a currently demon. possessed
1: right. by a demon, but his body is gonna have his neck snapped in this episode, so I guess he's dead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I I guess this is foreshadowing. Like I guess his vibes are supposed to be like super bad because like he's a demon and demons don't like Dean because he's killed a lot of them. I guess I don't know. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, this really doesn't go anywhere.
1: It's not like we liked Christian before he was a demon. It's true. Well, did
2: we ever know him as, like, not oh, a demon? I guess, I guess that's is the true. thing. Like, I that's think he's true. always been one. Is
3: the... But
0: clearly, he is not acting incredibly out of character because the people who know him aren't suspicious.
3: Mm hmm.
1: <laughs> They're all just like, yeah, he kind of sucks. That's just Christian. You
3: know, you
0: know. Sometimes you're, Sometimes your cousin fucking sucks ass.
2: I do also want to say, when, when when Christian says, oh, Samuel's locked office is pretty private, Dean's comeback is wasn't locked, which is, is so funny.
1: Well, how are you going to prove that it was? He's a bad liar.
0: We've established this.
4: Yep. But that's a king. That's not going to work.
0: <laughs> no.
4: Um...
2: So yeah, cut to the hunt. Jean and Gwen hang back. Gwen, I guess, is like Mary a little bit. I don't know, shrug. I don't know if that's going to go anywhere. Also, like, all these characters could die tomorrow, as far as I'm concerned. I assume, literally,
1: who are these
0: people? I I think it's literally just because she's, like, the only woman in the room, Uh and she's, like, hard-headed. Yep. (laughs) Like, okay, Samuel. Samuel's like,
2: a woman? That reminds me of my daughter. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Literally. Samuel, for a dollar, name a woman.
2: Very, um... Uh oh, what's his name? Uh, oh, so much for my joke.
4: Everybody wants the yeah. I was say point in the laugh. guy who ran
2: against Obama in twenty twelve that calls his wife mother.
0: Mitt Romney? <laughs> Mitt he Romney.
2: Her yes. What? Oh yeah, what? you don't know that yes. Because because in in the like weird like old man way of like you call you call your wife like mom when you're talking to your kids but also he just does that in general because she's the mother of the family or whatever that's people weird. like made fun of him all over the internet for it
0: yeah. i only remember making fun of him for binders full of women
2: uh-huh yeah that's also oh, partly he was why i was about... oh you man
0: were you not on the internet in 2012
1: you know that i was not
0: okay that's fair you were probably on pinterest
2: i envy you
0: not even <laughs> I, admit right. I was a
2: baby and I remember like cackling over binders full of women. Uh
0: huh. I was I wasn't even like self aware enough to know like <laughs> who he was. It's like, yeah, he's he's running against Obama, but Obama is the guy that the weird kid in my class said would bring about the apocalypse when a black president was elected. And even then I was like, um I don't think presidents were invented when the Bible was written. So anyone who was against him, I was like, okay. I see what's going on here.
2: What in what way?
0: Uh I I knew Obama was generally a net good because right, I come okay. from a liberal family. And anyone who was an, uh, who was anti-Obama was aligning themselves with this child that I knew. Got it. It was yeah. You know in the way that your paradigm as a child is uh, weird. Yes, yes, yes. It was a very strange interaction It stuck with me for a long time clearly. Anyway, I it's didn't know anything funny. about Mitt Romney except the binder's full of women and that he was Mormon and a weirdo. Which is basically all you need to know.
2: One second, I just gotta open my window.
0: Okay. So the world can hear your sin. <laughs> he can't even hear you. <laughs> it's room. okay, he'll hear me when he edits the
3: episode. Oh, okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Alright. Oh, well, okay, so they get attacked by a vampire. Uh, they fight the vampire. Uh, they go to, to Dean's like, I'm suspicious of this. They see the alpha vampire getting grabbed. Uh, I, there's a weird bit here where like Dean goes like further in and there's like a woman inside who's like Dean and then she gets killed. What, what was that?
1: I guess that was supposed to be another cousin that we just don't care about. Yeah, I've never seen that person in my was, life. Exactly. Yeah, and, and but like, that's the only reason really well, I could so think of. I was
0: like, is that Gwen? Did she run in? But then you see her later and you're like, no. Okay. Who was that? And why was she calling him
1: by name? Yeah, I think think it's just a cousin, like someone in the crew. Who knows his name?
2: Also, it's very funny because it means they just left her inside because, like, the fight's already over. They captured the alpha vamp, so, like, he sees this and, like, moves on, and then he sees everyone else outside cramming him into, like, a big coffin or whatever. They just left her to die. It's
0: It's the back of the truck.
2: Yeah, a coffin. It's not a coffin. I don't know.
0: Anyway, yeah, I think I think what probably happened is like the expendable ones, so like the ones who weren't Campbells, because um, I don't think I don't think all of these people are Campbells. I think they're Campbells and associated hunters. Um, they're like, yeah, you guys, you guys hang back and take a- take care of the rest of the nest where we've got the alpha, and so they, they these guys it. suck. Yeah. Truly,
2: it's very funny that it's just like. A complete indiscriminate amount of hunters. It's a it's a tier three gang of hunters. Exactly how many are there? Shrug. Who knows? However yeah. many is there need to be in a scene.
1: Yeah. Like, the boys comment like on it when they walk in on the, like, prep for this hunt. And they're like, wow, that's a lot of people. We don't usually see this many people hanging around here. And then it's uh-huh. just like, well, who are these people? Does not matter. Nope.
2: It's so weird. Like, hunter... Before this, like, hunters were always such a big deal. Oh, it's the conservation of ninjutsu problem. You have one ninja, and they're the most powerful person in the room. You have one hunter, they're, like, scary and interesting and, like, have a personality. But the more ninjas slash hunters you put in a room together, the less they any of them matter, and the, like, more likely they are to get owned.
3: Yeah. I want
0: to study you in a Petri dish. (laughs) (laughs) What? I've just never heard that- You're gonna that, tell me
1: he's wrong?
0: That metaphor- No, I mean, he's right. I've just never heard that metaphor, and I've never heard anyone say the words conservation of ninjutsu <sighs> oh, man. Like, in a sentence together.
2: I'm only, like, three years older than you, and sometimes I feel like I'm ten. <laughs> like, I caught the- I caught an older era of internet that I guess you weren't around for.
0: The oldest era- See, okay, but here's the thing. I wasn't allowed on the internet until I was 13. Uh, and when I did get on the internet, okay. I wasn't the only websites I went to besides like Barbie dress up games and shit, uh, was fanfiction.net.
2: Alright, yeah, that does does explain
3: some things.
4: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it does. So
3: yeah, anyway. There's
4: a there's a good um OSP video on the conservation of ninjutsu.
0: Okay. <laughs>
2: Anyway, um, yeah, they got the alpha, Dean's suspicious, uh, him and Sam are driving back and he, like, tests Sam by being like, hey, anything weird going on? Sam's like, nah, nothing weird. And then he just
4: stops the car, which is pretty good. hmm The scene is so dark, also. Yeah. A lot of this episode is, like, really dark. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this was-
2: is this where Sam says this was his idea?
1: Not telling Dean idea was his idea, yeah. yeah. Which I think actually rules, like, as a concept, because it means that we mm-hmm. had, like, a conversation at some point where, like, Samuel was like, okay, do you think your brother can be brought in on this? And Sam was like, no, that guy sucks. Uh-huh. He's got these, like, annoying little morals.
2: Whereas <laughs> Sam is RoboCop.
1: Yeah, we got a, a explicit RoboCop. Um. Actually, he says Robo Sam yep. here, but next episode he says RoboCop. Um, and having now seen RoboCop since the last time I watched this episode, <laughs> I'm intrigued by the implications of, like, United States military, cops, morals, whatever was going on in RoboCop, whatever's happening in Supernatural. <laughs> but they weren't making that. They just didn't want to say Terminator because it sounds aggressive.
3: It's, like, mm-hmm.
1: less overtly hostile.
2: Yeah, and I mean, the whole point of RoboCop is that, like, he breaks his programming or whatever. He, he, does, mm-hmm. not, he does not. Literally, the get whole point of Robocop is, is that like
1: it's wildly dehumanizing to be forced yeah. to become Robocop.
2: By the way, Robocop rules.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I know I said this the last time we talked about Robocop, but I love that movie. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, p- p- point is, Sam's got no morals. I, I, the, the one thing I don't get here, the reason I brought this up, is like Crowley wants them to capture the things. This was Sam's idea, but Sam doesn't know that they're working for Crowley. So what did Crowley want before this? Did did it go up the no, chain? No, no, it was it's- only
1: Sam's idea not to tell Crow- not to tell Dean. Oh, right. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay, 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 okay. I think I misread that when that was happening and didn't go back to think about it until literally right now.
0: Yeah, Samuel is the only one who knew that uh, what Crowley was doing. I would imagine he didn't actually tell anyone yeah. else what
1: Yeah, because Gwen is definitely also else. shocked. Christian presumably yeah. knows, but that's because he's a demon anyway. Yeah.
2: Another, like, annoying thing about this episode, um, is there's no fallout from this. Like, this would- this is, like, an interesting- if we cared about these hunters at all, suddenly learning that you're, like, working for demons, and that, like, a bunch of you are, like, have, like, secretly been infiltrated by demons, like, that's gonna drive a huge wedge in the organization, and, like, none of that comes up at all. Like, maybe that'll happen off screen in between now and the next time we see these guys, but, like, there's nothing about what that would do,
1: well, these and... other characters aren't characters, they're just yeah, bodies. I know, I know,
2: I know, I yeah it I sucks. know uh, that's the show just could just unfortunately just consistently disappointing when it has it, when it involves any characters other than the main
4: characters.
3: mm-hmm
4: um so yeah they they track them to the monster storehouse, um you see the
2: alpha vampire. We basically, again, this is all just plot, plot, plot. Uh... Wait,
1: wait, don't skip, skip over some all of that, because at some point, um, here, Dean's like, this is really shady, blah, blah, Sam says he's our grandfather, Dean says he's not dad.
2: Right, right, right. Uh, I wasn't sure when that he's, conversation okay. happened. Let's, let's go
1: through the whole line, actually. He says, yeah, a guy who talks a great game, but you can't assume that family means the same thing to him as it does to us. Interesting. He's not yeah. dad. Wow, you don't see it, do you? So, like... Family mm. did mean the same thing to dad as it does to you? Like I I don't know. I don't know if I agree with you there, Dean, but it's interesting that you think that.
2: This is a Dab and Laughlin episode, so Yeah. I don't know if they understand what John is supposed to mean in the narrative.
1: No. No.
2: Although they wrote the school episode and that one did get it, so I don't know.
1: Yeah, but that was also a really weird characterization of Dean overall. Um yes, who did Dark Side of the Moon? Was that also?
2: I think so. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that I was also "Debbie
1: like,
2: So what's up here?
1: So they have done good. John situation. I think. I mean, this is way more of a throwaway line, so it's hard to make like yeah. sweeping inferences about it. But like the idea that, like, I mean, Dean conceives of, of himself at least as having gotten his idea of what family is from John. Whether or not like John actually thinks the same as John. Yeah. Whether John thinks the same as Dean or not is not relevant to the point that Dean is actually making.
2: It's just, there's a lot of weight behind this throwaway line, I guess.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Dean, what did you mean by that?
1: Stop throwing away lines that are interesting. hmm
2: And unfortunately, no Sam
1: doesn't have
4: that. his soul, so he doesn't care enough to be like, Hey, Dean, what did you mean by that?
3: Yeah. But uh, just even, like, the just the basic
1: statement here of, like, we can't trust Samuel, he's not dad. I mean, I guess,
4: like,
3: uh, yeah, I don't know.
1: Like, you still think you could trust your dad? He didn't show up when you were dying. Yeah. You can't even be like, oh, well, you know, dad, you know, kind of sucked as a person, but at least he always had our back on hunts. No, he didn't.
0: No, he did. I guess maybe well, the
2: point they're making is he—he he was always relatively straightforward in terms of like you could know that John didn't have ulterior motives. In fact, that was his whole problem: is he was too driven toward one specific thing. Like John was not a complicated man in terms of like having plans and like you know not being able to figure out what he wants.
3: I guess, yeah.
2: You kind of get what you, you get what you see, which was also always kind of the problem with that, is that, like, there was assumed depth there in terms of, like, well, he does care, like, even though he acts like this, like, he's doing it because he cares, which, like, is, was was true, I guess, but, like, not, motive, not- still
1: par still terrible parenting.
2: Yeah. Uh, so now they go talk to the alpha.
1: Sam has a line when they're, when he's saying, like, he's not gonna realize I- gps him he says um he thinks velcro is a big
3: <laughs> yes <that was laughs> which is funny. pretty
1: funny but like not even accurate velcro is older than that
2: yes yeah i well wa- i i i assumed that was him making a joke more than
1: yeah it's fine i'm not like mad at him for being wrong about velcro's timeline it's funny
4: <laughs> i did that did make me do a double take for a second before i realized it was he was just making a joke of like wait when
3: was velcro invented <laughs>
4: When was it invented? Um, I'm going to guess the 30s. I th- think.
0: 1957. Oh, okay. Okay,
1: good, because I was going to say the 50s. Yay. Um, which I didn't know. I was just looking at the um trivia. Anyway, um, then we see the vampire, the alpha vampire. He is very cool. Yeah. They gave him, like, a whole little throne.
2: Yeah. <laughs> he have to do that. His, like, torture throne. <laughs> He also has like light shining directly on him, so he's, and he's wearing like a bright white like shirt. So he's like the only lit up thing in the scene, which is pretty cool, mm-hmm. like visually. He's got some good he's got some good villain lines. He's like, Dean, tell me, did you enjoy it when he's like talking about Dean being a vampire? He's like, You were my child for a time. Mm-hmm. He just he has such gravitas. It's great.
0: I know. He's
1: got such vibes.
2: Soon I will be ankle deep in your blood.
1: Which, again, is still silly, because he's like, I will exposit this entire season for you, just because. Yeah. But, yeah. like, he's cool about it, so.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And he does it, he, he definitely does it in the, like, villain way of being like, I'm amused by this. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll let slip some things. Because, like, what, what's the line when he's like, if you don't have a soul, where do you go? It's, like, not up or down. Also, there's a bit where Dean says it's like putting Jaws in a fishbowl, which is a good, good metaphor for what. they've And it's done gonna go there. completely
1: over Samuel's head.
2: Wait, when did Jaws come out? Oh, was Jaws an '80s movie? Yeah.
4: I wasn't sure if it was. Oh,
1: Jaws no, '75. '75. When did? Um, I saw this. Also, here we go. Jaws came out in '75. He was killed in '73. Ah. So unless he's caught up on his 70s yep. movies.
4: Yeah, okay. He's got the Captain America list.
1: <laughs> yeah. God, I remember when Marvel movies actually did fun things.
4: Yeah. Um. Yeah, so he's like... Yeah, the thing about
2: souls, if you've got one, of course. And I guess, yeah, this is our first official confirmation that, like... I guess when someone is made into a monster, like made into a vampire, or, like, any other thing that, like... Infects people and turns them into monsters and stuff like that eradicates their soul, which makes me wonder, like, what happens to their soul? Does it just like cease existing? It uh, it presumably
1: it, it can't have like been permanently destroyed because otherwise we couldn't have a cure.
2: Right, right. So, is that the thing? Like, can you only cure? Does the soul stay tethered for a little while? But the longer you're a vampire, the more frayed it becomes until, like, it's gone or whatever. Well,
1: or maybe it was, consuming it, the cure only works. Blood. Yeah, the cure only works if you haven't fed yet.
2: Oh, right, right. So, yeah, this is. I guess this is the thing. This is the moment. This is the the stuff we've been talking about. I was like, here you go, Wyatt. Here's a little morsel for you. This is what. This is this is what's up with monsters. Yeah, I already knew that they went to purgatory because one of you let that drop at some point, some at some point in time. But um, I, hey, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, now we have learned that they they have a mother. We got an echidna going on here.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I bet it's gonna be something. I was gonna say it can't be Lilith because Lilith already existed, but I bet it's gonna be some dumb Christian thing.
1: Well, let's see. Every,
2: everything's gotta tie back into that. Um, yeah, the way they describe Purgatory is cool. The Alpha Vampire is like, it's is filled with the soul of every hungry thing like me that has ever
4: walked this earth.
1: hmm he has some pretty good filling speeches. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's doing.
4: Uh, do <laughs>
2: When when they learn that Samuel has someone ordering him around, Dean's like, well, if the old man's Kermit, who's hands up his ass? Dean loves this metaphor. I screenshotted Dean, that. It's so Dean funny. Dean does this all the time. It's so he good. loves talking about people being puppets and having hands up their asses. Dean, what's up? Is there a reason? Dean, <laughs> do we need to have a little conversation about hands and asses? Mm-hmm.
3: Um
2: Dean calls the other hunters Phoebs.
1: What's
3: I've never really
2: heard mean? that before. It's it's short for feeble minded apparently, but like I've I've
1: <laughs> It's like the predecessor of Sheeple.
2: Yeah. I do like that he's like, you've got everyone convinced you're John Wayne. Like no one questions you because like you have this aura of like expert master hunter man, but like you don't really know what you're doing. Like you're actually secretly in the pocket of a demon. I like that. That's fun.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Oh yeah, also this whole time the Alpha Vampire, like had his has his spooky little vampire nail out and has just been like scr- scratching at his uh bonds, which is good. I feel like someone maybe would have noticed that, but I don't care that much. It's fine, it's cool.
1: He's doing he's it like a stim, his... so like nobody's yeah. really paying attention.
2: Yeah. He's doing, yeah, the the like slow methodical nature in which he does it is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Mm hmm. And we get like multiple close ups, so we like have no choice but to notice it. But to yeah. anyone like in the room it's just he's just chilling. Mm -hmm. He's just chilling.
2: Uh, So yeah, the vampire breaks out. Uh, That that one guy gets horror movies.
1: Yeah. My notes for this read um, from that poem by Neil, age six. Yes, yes, the tiger is out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So true.
2: Uh, Vampire goes after Sam, and then uh, Crowley rescues him.
1: I just think if you catch a super vampire and you put him in a cage and you electrocute him, which does nothing to him, then you should probably expect to get murdered for it.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's what Dean says, and he's right.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Um, Dean says, after that, he says, um, you get a shot, you take it. It's not going to kill him, but dude will move a lot slower without any kneecaps, which is just like what Rufus said in that episode where um, oh, they were, yeah. they had, with, with, when he was hanging out with Joe and everyone was, like, possessed, or they thought everyone was possessed.
2: I'm screencapping the shot of like when the demons come grab the vampire because it's so bad and lame. It's just like three guys like kind of holding onto his shirt, like jostling him around. And he's like, uh, uh. I know he got dead man's blood in him, and that's like rough for a vampire. But he's the alpha vampire.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, like so this probably is this
2: shows out. Dracula, and Dracula, Dra- yeah. like Dracula can turn into swarms of rats and stuff, and like, yeah,
1: yeah. the just some guyification of monsters continues. They're all just
2: so lame. Yep. It's so disappointing.
1: But speaking of just some guy, Crowley shows up um, doing Mm -hmm. his little clap, like I mentioned. Yeah. um, And, like, mentions, like, he starts chatting with Samuel, and Dean goes, whoa, you you two know each other? And Crowley says, not in the biblical sense. (laughs) Uh, Nobody said that, though. Yep. Crowley is like, this is the one man I have not fucked. He's like, your grandpa is nasty.
2: (laughs) I do like his slow clap.
0: Uh
1: huh.
2: We love a slow clap. I will say, I do love to see him.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. i always no, like, yeah, there he is. I'm like,
3: hey.
2: Like, him showing up here is fun, even if, like, the fact that they just detained the vampire is lame. Mm hmm.
3: Mm hmm.
1: Dean says, since when do you give a crap about vampires? Crowley says, since, um, what's today, Friday? Since, let's see, mind your business.
2: Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is,
1: like, it's dumb, That's but it made asshole. me laugh.
2: Uh huh. I also, yeah, I definitely was not expecting this twist either. It's it's cool that he's, like, in the narrative more in that way. Mm But the the scene with him... The scene where they're eating barbecue in the next episode and he shows up to taunt them is very good and funny. We'll talk about that.
1: (laughs) He just shows up. He's just there to show up.
2: Like, I'm not... I'm not mad that this is what's happening. I'm just mad about the vampire. Like, I, I like that at the very least... Yeah, I like that we have we have Crowley as our villain if he's going to just like show up and like just be a little bastard knife cat and like taunt people. Like that's fun.
1: <laughs> he's such
3: a knife cat.
2: Mm-hmm. Um So yeah. He's looking for purgatory because he wants more real estate? Question mark? I don't know if I buy that.
1: Well we will have wow. to stick around and see. Mm-hmm.
2: It's too vague for the show. There's gotta be, like, some kind of MacGuffin in there or something that Crowley wants, or, like, some particular soul that he wants to, like, get out of there for some reason.
1: Well, there aren't souls in there. There's monsters in there. Right,
2: right, sorry. Whatever a monster is. That's the one thing that's stupid, is, like, where do you think people with no souls go? If you don't have a soul, where do you go? Like, if you're just meat, then there's nothing to go anywhere. You should just cease existing. Like, what, what goes there? Essence. This is some Kingdom Hearts bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> their heart- their, So their soul becomes their nobody, and their heart goes to Purgatory. <laughs>
1: I'm glad you're entertaining yourself. <laughs> 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 this
2: is dumb. Yeah, I don't know. There's Maybe there's something in there that he wants, is my point.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um... So yeah, he's like, work for me. Uh, I can shove Sam and you. Wait, you can be you and I. Sh-. Yeah, he's, me Charlie, you angels. Um, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can give Sam's soul back, or uh, if you don't want to work for me, I can put him right back because I, I, I took him out. Which they don't really yeah, that's... believe.
1: Um, Dean's like It. it... Cass says it takes big time mojo to pull something like that off, and you're yeah. nothing but a punk ass crossroads demon. And yeah. Carly says was now king of, hell. Now I'm the king of um, hell. So he may or may not have the mojo to have done that. So we're not we're not positive. We have his word.
2: Yeah, I but, would love it if this whole thing is a bluff, like. If if Crowley is just pretending? I know we've seen... I know his, like, powers have increased or whatever, but it'd be really cool and fun if, like, it turns out he's been lying this whole time and he's not actually as powerful as he's fronting that he is. I don't know. I feel like that would fit
4: him, but we'll see, I guess.
3: Um,
1: There's a bit where um Gwen is saying, um, you're letting a demon call the shots, and Samuel says, nothing's changed, we hunt, period. Which is pretty interesting like he has a point they are still just hunting but now instead of killing the big ones they just deliver that up to some mysterious plan like i don't know that seems like a pretty big change but in terms of what they do they they find something went wrong they go hunt the thing you know
4: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> also we hunt period
0: period
1: um dean asks what reason samuel has for listening to crowley um, and we don't get an answer, but Dean asks, Girls, money, hair Um
4: uh-huh.
1: uh, Um Samuel says you have two choices, put a bullet in your grandfather or step aside and immediately Sam fucking cocks his gun and Dean just does the is not yet for like hand. <laughs>
0: Literally,
2: there's there's another one. There's another moment when that happens in the next episode. And honestly, I'm here for like like absolutely emotionalist Sam. If the bit is just going to be like, okay, I'll shoot like at any given moment, it's very yeah. Funny.
1: <laughs> Sam's just like so. Anyway, I started blasting. Uh huh. Yeah, it is really funny. <laughs> People will just offer Sam choices of like, well,
3: either you can do this or you can shoot me. And Sam's like, get ready to fucking die.
4: Mm-hmm. Um. Anything to talk about in this episode? They're like, we can't work for Crowley, and like we have to.
2: It's like we could stab him. Sam's like, but I want my soul back.
1: Yeah, it took seven
0: episodes. Dean says for the punching to a demon's start, clock, which so- sounds like a euphemism for giving someone a prostate orgasm. If you ask me. What?
1: Well, <laughs> followed it. What? Followed, that immediately followed the line, "Demons bone you every time." Dean I think you might want to fuck this guy. Dean's psychosexual obsession with Crowley, Crowley.
2: See, I literally just thought that he meant like punching him in the face because clean your clock is a is a popular no, even for punching, punching in, someone. No, clocking in.
0: Yes, no, I yeah, got, he's that. For I got him. that. I got that.
2: I I did understand that. I'm just like I don't know where Ash's brain is.
0: The gutter apparently.
1: Everyone acts surprised. Hey. <laughs> what were you doing at the Devil's Sacrament, bitch? spying.
0: Uh-huh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. We we done we done here.
0: Yep. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um I have one actor fact which is uh Tyler Campbell, the guy who doesn't have any lines and just dies. Uh was played by Darcy Hines. Hines? I don't probably Hines, who is a uh appears to be like a local Vancouver stunt actor and has been in like a whole bunch of CW shows and various other sh- like stuff filmed in Vancouver. So, shout outs to stunt actors as always. Nice. Existing to get owned by vampires and other nefarious beings.
1: Mm-hmm. God, I wish that were me. <laughs> did you Carrie. see what Gerard Way wore last night? <laughs> no. What did Gerard Way wear last night? A Dracula costume.
2: Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Um, all right. We're going to take a break now. And when we come back, we'll talk about episode eight All Dogs Go to Heaven. <laughs>
0: All dogs go to heaven. This episode was written by Adam Glass and directed by Phil Screesha. So the cold open is just some guy talking to what I assume is a pet sitter about his dog. Then he gets killed as cold open characters do. Uh, Dean and Sam are sitting at a road stop cafe. Dean's talking to Bobby on the phone about what might help Sam. Then Crowley appears and says that he has a job for them. Dean is reluctant, but Crowley reminds him that he can send Sam back to the cage whenever he wants. So Dean sucks it up and accepts the job. Turns out there's a werewolf death. Crowley wants them to find the wolf and get the alpha. Dean and Sam talk about how much Dean hates this, and also Sam, who has no soul. Uh, turns out the guy in the cold open was a shitty-ass landlord. A second victim has also dropped. The victim's chest was have been ripped open, and their hearts are missing. But that doesn't also really go anywhere. Um... So while Dean has been sleeping, Sam has been thinking about what connects all the victims, and he's landed at a guy called Cal. The first dead guy was his landlord, and the second dead guy was his deadbeat brother. So they go to visit Cal at his house. His girlfriend is there with their, kill- with their kid. Cal is hungover as hell. They suspect Cal is the one doing the murders, since he was so drunk he can't account for his actions overnight. Dean wants to make sure Cal is actually a werewolf before they hand him over to Crowley, so they follow him. Uh, he and his buds have been drinking and hanging out all night, but Cal doesn't wolf out. The next morning, Dean and Sam give up and drive off, but then we see Cal get attacked by Gasp, Lucky, the family dog. And then we also see Lucky turn into a guy, Gasp, uh, back at Mandy's big house. Big bloody is naked
2: girlfriend.
0: guy. Yeah, big bloody naked guy. Uh, Lucky gets up in the bed and licks Mandy's face. The vibes are fucking rancid here.
2: This whole- uh, the next, like, five minutes of all this, like, just gave me chills. Like, I hated this. This was- Bad and scary in a good way, in the way that the show isn't normally.
0: Valid. Maybe it's just because I, like, knew the episode, but I was like, this guy's just fucking creepy.
2: Yeah, exactly. It's extremely creepy.
1: They made a dog in himself. didn't want to kill him, it,
0: yeah. it wasn't, like, it It wasn't horror for me. It was just, like, fuck this guy. Nasty. But that's probably because I've never seen this episode. I think it, 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 like, episode it's, like,
1: it's the kind of horror where it's like, what if there was a guy in your house?
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) What if there was a guy in your house and he was also your dog? Uh.
2: Well, the bit where he's, like, standing there, like, naked and covered in blood, like, staring at her sleeping body, and then, like, becomes a dog, jumps up, and, like, licks her face is horrible. I hate it. It freaked me out.
0: Maybe this is because you have dogs.
2: I don't know. I think it's just scary to imagine a weird man in your house pretending to be the animal that you love. Or I guess he had always been that animal, but, like...
0: You're absolutely yeah. right. It is horrible. I just... Maybe it was because I was not paying very good attention. But I think it's because I've seen this episode before where I, like, knew this was just a freaking wet rag of a man. He is a wet rag
2: of a man. Creepy.
0: Uh, and that he wasn't actually, like, a threat. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, so, now that Cal is dead, Dean and Sam think that Mandy is the werewolf. Mandy's kid is sick. Lucky's like being really sweet. Everything is a little off now. Now that we know that he's a whole guy... Uh, Dean and Sam deliver the news that Cal was killed and also interrogate Mandy to try and figure out if she was the killer. We get a reference to, uh, the episode Heart. When Uh, they no. decide to split up to try and find what they've missed. Sam keeps an eye on the house and sees Lucky turn into a guy and leave the house. He follows him. Uh, the Lucky meets a guy in the park and they have a little bit of an argument. Sam is following him, ready to shoot him with the silver bullets. Sam gets caught and Lucky runs off, gets hit by a car, and gets taken to the vet. Uh, Sam and Dean are talking on the phone, and we get the reveal of what this actually is. It's a creature from indigenous folklore that you're not supposed to name or use. (sighs) We're just going to use shape changers here. Specifically, Um, you should
2: say Navajo folklore.
0: Navajo, okay, thank you. Um, They're from Navajo folklore. You should not ever say the name of them or use them in anything. It's bad. Yeah,
2: I'm just going to say this now we're talking about this. We're going to link. There's a a good article that was written back when uh, J.K. Rowling used this particular whole thing. Um, and, uh, I'm doing an anti-folklore corner. Some things are not for people. Like, this is, we don't need to, like, people don't need to know. Like, it's, it's, like, private to a specific community. And, yeah, don't use it.
0: Considering the fact that anything people know, they just use inappropriate and just fucking butcher. Um, so, yeah. Uh, basically, in-universe... These shapeshifters are basically like werewolves, except they change anywhere and any time and they turn into dogs instead of like weird looking people with sharp claws and teeth. Um so the Dean and Sam head to the pound to pick up Lucky, and then we cut to the motel where he is tied to the chair and Sam and Dean are interrogating him. Sam threaten him threatens him, Sam is being a weirdo, you know, he's being soulless, I don't even know. Dean tries to sympathize with Lucky, and then we get the plan. The packs of shape changers are blending in as dogs to get close to families, and then when the alpha gives a signal. They'll turn on them and turn them into shape changers. Dean decides he's going to snipe them because they can smell him coming from far away. Uh, the rest of the episode is basically just an action scene. It turns out they got yeah. Mandy and the kid is collateral. Dean can't get a clean shot on the alpha. Dean moves inside with the rest of the pack and starts picking people off. Blah, 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 blah. Lucky gets shot, but he's okay. Mandy and her son are Okay. Uh, Then we see Lucky knock on the door of Mandy's house, and she tells him to get away, even while he tries to thank her for being a good family. This is fair on Mandy's part, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, It's fucking creepy. Uh, Then we cut to Sam and Dean. They're considering how many packs of shape changers are out there waiting for the signal that will never come because they killed the Alpha. And then Sam admits that he's not really Sam. He doesn't feel anything that Sam would have. He doesn't care about Dean, except that he needs his help. And he knows that he'll only get that help if he comes clean. Sam wants to go back to being the old Sam because he thinks, abstractly, that that was a better version of him. And then the episode ends. Yeah, I have really few
1: notes on this episode.
2: (laughs) Yep, same.
0: I have, like, five notes on this episode.
2: See (laughs) y'all next time. (laughs) Cue the outro music. (laughs) Nah, there's some stuff to talk about, but... The middle of this episode, I think we could move through at a considerable clip.
0: Yeah, literally, my my first three notes are from the opening of this episode... My fourth note is from the middle of the episode, and my last note is from, like, the back third of the episode, where uh, Dean says kibitzing. Yeah.
4: Mm.
3: Um.
0: I was like, I was, I heard that, and I was like, that sounds like a Yiddish yeah, word. he
1: says bupkis and that kibitzing sounds... this episode, because Adam Glass. So true. I was gonna yeah, say is so my friend, but like... considering the rest of the episode, I don't want to claim that. No. Diabolical.
0: Anyway. So let's talk about Crowley. Yeah,
2: this First, I want to talk about this, like, old, not old man, but this, like, middle-aged guy going, like, did he make pee-pee and poo-poo? Tell him daddy loves oh him. God. It's very funny.
3: Oh,
0: my
1: God.
2: But I just wanted to note that.
0: Yes, it is funny.
1: My only note for this cold open um, actually goes along with the Act 1 opening shot, because there's some fun, like, set dressing for the signs for these scenes. There's, like, a... Honey Wagon Bar with, like, a a neon woman, um, and then Fat Max Rib Shack. Um, I just think they had more fun with choosing the background props than they usually do. Uh
2: Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, also, we do get a very funny, like, Sam Raimi-style, like, first-person monster POV camera as the dog jumps at the car and, like, smashes through the windshield in some truly horrible CGI. Um... But then we get a good, like, like jam blood splatter against the side of the window, It was pretty fun.
1: Hmm. Whenever we get the dog POV, it's, like, not quite black and white, but, like, extremely close to it. Yeah. Um, which I guess is, like, the dog colorblindness thing. Which is, you know, not mm-hmm. bad. It's just too blurry. Why is it so blurry? Can the dog not see? Yeah.
2: Yeah, and, like, dogs also are... Dogs, I believe, can't see red right. It's, like, they see in greens and blues and, like, browns.
1: I don't know how exactly, but I know that they... They're red, green, colorblind. But I don't know if like it works the same as it does for people.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh my next note is Crowley, you are diabolical because he, he <laughs> says to Dean, Is that Bobby Singer? Give him a kiss for yeah. me. Yeah. Crowley, uh huh.
1: <laughs> Get over your exes. Fuck. Literally. <laughs> Um it's really good lighting Cla- in this. Kali
0: is that bitch who's like I will not text him. I will not text him. And then the moment somebody one of his exes calls him up for just like a quick booty call and he knows he knows that afterwards he's going to regret it. He's going to feel nasty and he's going to be absolutely in love with him again, but he does it anyway because he's a fucking desperate bitch. <laughs> um
1: anyway, as I was saying, the lighting is really good cuz they're like outside. So Dean is very mm-hmm. pretty. Even Sam looks good in this scene. Yeah, they're
2: having roadside barbecue at... at what, what What did you say the name of the... Fat Max, right? Rib Fat Shack, Max Rib yeah. Shack, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's great. Um, Crowley says that Sam would sell his brother for a dollar right now if he really needed a soda. Sam is canonically that. I'd sell you to Satan for a corn chip guy. <laughs> so true.
2: Um, We got more. Dean talking about shoving things up your up people's asses and take your job and shove it up your ass. Mm hmm. You're my boss, dickbag.
1: Crowley says, Werewolf's turning on the full moon. So 2009. Like, it Uh is 2010. But, like, his point is, like, that is last season. This season, anything can happen. Uh huh. Crowley's
2: such a little dick in the scene. It's so funny. Dean's like, I am not doing this. And Crowley says, 10 quid says you will.
1: And then he, like, burns Sam. Yeah. And heals him, which was nice of him. He didn't have to do that. Um, then we have Dean, like, in the car, freaking out, and Sam's like, okay, so let's just do the case, and Dean's like, can we have a minute to get me through this no good, very bad season?
3: hmm
4: Uh, this is where the same melon, same memories line
2: happens. We yeah. we kind of already talked about a bunch of the stuff in this episode where Sam, like, mm-hmm. when we talked about the last episode, just because, like, I don't know, it kind of blends together.
1: To prove that he still has all of Sam's old memories, Sam mentions an old crush. Dean um, knows which class Sam had with that crush, and they moved schools a lot. Like yeah. Sam must have mentioned this girl, which is cute, I think.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, then they go talk to the cop at the crime scene, Um an Asian cop. Oh, actually. right.
2: Sam's such a dick to this Sam
1: guy. is just literally an asshole for no reason. The guy goes, what are the feds doing here? You know, a normal question. And Sam goes, oh, we're specialists. They call us in to answer the questions of mouth-breathing dick monkeys. And uh-huh. they both just kind of look at Sam, like what the fuck? But he do, it does move the scene on. It is really funny. Yep. Sam should get it's to be true. an asshole more often. It's so funny.
0: It's so funny when Sam is a dickhead. It is very funny. He's
1: also And
2: he used like to be so polite to, to cops.
0: Also, I think Sam not having a soul, in addition to making him allosexual, uh, has also made him Dean-coded. He says a lot of, like, dean uh-huh. in this episode. Um, so, so that's, they, like,
4: they, Sam you know, not sleeping. the
1: case, whatever. Dean is sleeping in his jeans. He's mm-hmm. so cozy and sleepy. Yeah, and sleepy doing, like, Dean. He's like, little, like, face rubbing. Yes. Yes. He's not even under the blanket. He's sleepy. He's sleepy. Um... Why are you sleeping in your jeans, though? This is where we get the RoboCop line. Mm -hmm. Um, Then Um, they they go go investigate. Yeah,
3: when they go investigate this house,
1: standing there like she's just like um, she's just she's just woman standing emoji.
2: Before that, we get this like creepy music and like okay, we're getting our guns ready. Sam loads his gun and then sticks it in his like back pocket. Sam, you are gonna shoot your ass off. Mm-hmm. Don't stick your gun in your pants like that.
0: No. Have a fucking holster.
2: Like I know I know you're like well, he's like trying to hide it, but like you can still get like a like a concealed holster. A or whatever, concealed yeah. carry
0: holster. You're in the Midwest, like
2: Yeah, seriously.
0: No one's gonna care. Well
2: also you're a you're a federal agent, or you're pretending to be a federal agent, so like you're you're allowed to do that. Like, regardless, you're allowed to do that.
1: Yeah. I guess he's hoping to surprise people.
2: Yeah, well yeah. I it's just don't, don't put your gun in your pants. You'll shoot your ass off or your dick off, depending on where you put it. I'm I, I'm fairly sure this show, like, even said that before when someone did that, like, when someone who was more of an amateur with a gun. I feel
4: like Dean at one point warned someone, like, you're going to shoot your dick off. I don't know. We've watched a lot of episodes of this show. Uh. So yeah, this guy's like a piece of shit who doesn't care about his family,
2: is, like, the point of this scene, and then he gets killed by his dog.
1: Yep. Before um, he gets, before he gets killed, hold on, oh, before okay. he gets killed, um, Dean is like, yeah, we should, like, check if it's actually him, and Sam's like, really? And Dean says, before we hand him over to a lifetime of demon rape, yeah, really.
3: Right, um, yeah.
1: Um, that's a line. Um, yep, sure I think it was. It's, you know, it's not. it's not really intended to be literal, it's just kind of, like, using sexual violence as shorthand for, you know, violence. Yep. Um, but there is something about, like, handing him over to, like, imprisonment and torture as being mm-hmm. aligned with sexual violence. I don't know. Like, it's... Mm, there's something there. Not necessarily a good something.
0: Also, the fact that Crowley is queer. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of his shtick to be, like, creepy and harassy, but it, mm, it's... yeah.
4: Yeah, it's not great.
0: Like most things in
1: Supernatural. So then he gets eaten. Um, yes. Well, I guess not eaten. His heart got eaten. Um, he got we got a classic. How you say words sometimes? Truck drag.
2: Uh, this is where Sam does one of the Deanisms you mentioned of like when they find out that Cal's dead. <laughs> Deed's like, I guess it's not Cal. And Sam says, masterful deduction, Sherlock. Uh
1: huh. Um, Sam makes, has, has a line here about, like, dogs and cats living together, mass hysteria, which I'm pretty sure is, like, a mm-hmm. biblical thing, like, left over from the apocalypse. It's Ghostbusters. Oh, well, I think Ghostbusters Oh, is, right. So. But they're,
0: yeah, they're referencing, They I think they're referencing or, like, sort of half-referencing the Bible because the first um, YouTube... Title says Ghostbusters original movie scene old testament type Yeah, stuff. the the whole yeah. quote, the
1: the next line is mass hysteria, so it is definitely yeah. from Ghostbusters. Yeah. I, I just together. I think mass it's mass hysteria,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, it's weird. There's definitely a section in I wanna say Isaiah about sorry to just know Bible things. I guess those fourteen years of education paid off. Um of like the lion and the lamb will lay together, you know. Yes.
3: Um
4: anyway another you know, creepy dog scene he like eerily de- de- destroys a squeaky toy
2: and the music is very ominous um it's like is that
0: But then the whole like Mandy and the kid are like aww!
2: Yeah. And that's it's good juxtaposition of like the eeriness and them being like oh puppy.
1: Yeah. Oh my god I was right. It's I, I was a- expecting 11. the kid to
0: burst into tears and I was like Genets. no don't do that. But no it was okay.
1: There's like a weird bit where Sam is like, Okay, well if it's not Cal then it has to be Mandy. Can you bring like are you going to be able to to, you know, kidnap Mandy to bring her to Crowley? Like blah, because she's a woman? Like is that the implication here? Why would Dean have a problem with it that, She's that a woman have... a
2: woman with a particular. I think a particular and of a little bit like, we know Dean's, like feelings about... Like, Especially considering children Lisa and parentage season, and stuff. Like this kid is gonna be left all yeah. alone if they do that. Like it's fine. Like it makes sense yeah. for his character.
1: I, I guess I'm just like expecting supernatural to do like a whole, why because of Lisa thing. So they, they didn't and it threw me it's, off.
2: Uh huh. Sometimes true, true sometimes subtext occurs. It's not yeah. often, but you know. Um. Where's the heart reference? It's around here somewhere, right? Yeah, after they talk to Manny. Oh, Man, yeah, yeah, they... the last werewolf, out, yeah. Sam said, last werewolf was in bed with Dean says that she had an alibi,
1: and Sam said, the last werewolf was in bed with me, and she wolfed out. <laughs> Dean says, don't make this personal.
2: Yeah.
3: hmm
2: It's interesting, because like, we know that President Sam does not care about that, and like the way mm-hmm. he phrases it does sort of like lean toward that. It's like, this is the thing you're sensitive about, Sam, and you're bringing it up so casually. hmm Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get this little action scene of Sam stalking Lucky. And, like, he looks
1: like a serial killer. Up. He's just, like, standing there in the dark in full, like, fully dressed, like, a regular day, but it's, like, pitch black outside, and he's just leaning against some, like, playground equipment.
3: hmm
2: Well, it is yeah. creepy when he's, like, watching the house, and, like, we see the dog, like, turn back into the person. Uh, it's just, like, naked man in this room, Sam's, like, what the heck?
3: hmm
1: He pulls yeah. out binoculars.
3: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, he looks like a peeping Tom, but, you know,
1: yeah. for the betterment of society or whatever. <sighs> um, So he chases Lucky down, Lucky ends up at the vet. Dean um did we considers think... calling Lisa and did... doesn't. Yeah, what's up? Did
2: he do this on purpose?
1: Get Lucky hit by a car? I don't think so. Did
2: Lucky, did we?
1: Oh, did Lucky get hit by a car oh, on purpose? Oh, I think, look. Yeah. I think so. I
2: think, I thought so too. I was like, smart. That's a smart way of like getting out of the situation.
1: But then you're stuck yeah. in a cage. I don't think he did it on purpose.
2: Yeah. It then it then became like, oh, uh, well, now they can just go to the vet. Like, so, so maybe not. But at the moment I was like, oh, now he got a car to take him away. Like.
0: Yeah. Like maybe he thought of it at the moment and then he was like, okay, I'll figure out how to get out of this later. And then he was yeah. like, <laughs> I did not. Narrator voice. I did not figure out how to get <laughs> out of Just like later. what we do yeah. in the shadows. <laughs> uh-huh.
2: Um, yes, like you said, Dean's thinking about calling Lisa. We see his contacts, which I looked at. Uh most of them are in Campbell's. I don't know who Don is, but Gwen and Mark and Christian are on here.
1: Oh, let me check the trivia. Let's see if it's like behind the scenes people. Um mm, nothing is nothing is um on the page.
2: Dean Dean should take Christian and Mark out of his contacts because they're both dead. <laughs>
0: Do you regularly go through your contacts list
1: and remove people you haven't talked to in three years? Y-
2: yes.
3: No.
1: Oh. Okay, thank you. Emma. <sighs> I don't delete anyone's number. How much space is it taking up on my phone? Like They're whatever. dead! I mean, if they're dead, I would probably take them out. But
0: why does he care? Like, he
1: doesn't care that they're dead. Actually, no, I wouldn't. I like, would yeah, not, they're not take it out because like... what if their phone called me?
2: Yeah. Uh, All right, fine. <laughs> 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 no,
0: I'm, nothing I'm just saying you gotta
2: up. let go life's too short
0: I, th- I think i think dean does not give half of a fuck about any of those people
2: right exactly so take them off your phone so they're not getting in the way as you're trying to scroll no, this way it looks like he alive. has friends
1: if he took out everyone who was dead <laughs> it would be you such know what? A fair list. enough imagine you meet this guy at a bar right and he's you like agree to give him your number and he pulls out his phone and there's three contacts in it
2: uh-huh why are you calling me out like this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you have three
3: contacts?
2: No, I have it's okay. more. Okay, now that, he has but Most four. of them are family members.
3: Okay.
2: I don't. I don't talk to people on my phone. I like all my friends are on Discord or like Snapchat
0: or oh, like.
1: Okay, that's fair. Literally, mood.
0: The only person I text besides my parents is Alex. I have
1: like old classmate numbers forever. Professors sometimes. Old mm. Old coworkers. I do have old coworkers. Yeah.
0: I could hit up a lot of people, from camp friends I from haven't spoken works. to in
1: ten years.
4: <laughs>
2: um. So this is where we learn that the the dog shape changer things are are what we talked about already. This is like again, we're not. I'm doing an anti folklore corner here, but obviously everything about this is just wrong, and they didn't need to do this. They could have just been like, oh yeah, they're a weird kind of werewolf. They've done that mm-hmm. before. Also, they did it with the um the Rugeru. They could have just taken yeah, like another, like, like different kind werewolf. of werewolf.
0: Done werewolf in German this time. Oh, wait, werewolf in German is werewolf.
1: <laughs> you could have picked any <laughs> language in the world.
3: <laughs> ah!
0: <laughs> Listen, sometimes I forget that Germanic uh, languages are the basis for English,
1: okay? Anyway, so they go oh, man. They go find Lucky and... Uh, place
2: yeah uh dean's like easy way or hard way with like two different types of collars and sam's like haha it's funny
1: <laughs> the transcript says that the first thing he holds up for the easy way is a pair of jeans i guess meaning like you can turn oh back oh and oh walk, oh, out, he of walk out of
3: there oh
2: he, right as a guy right, sorry it's jeans, not that none i don't know how another. you would
1: explain that to the vet like don't worry about it this guy came in with us Although that being said, I'm pretty sure the the
0: collar type he holds up is like a not good. Thing. No, it's yeah, not. It looks it's, like it's not. Hurt. It's not.
2: It's a like a choke chain.
0: Yeah, I remember I did research about it for
1: some fucking reason. I don't know though. Um they have Lucky tied to the chair with like silver chain woven presumably around the he rope, took which is the looks pretty easy way. Cool. Yeah,
3: presumably.
2: More more it sounds cool. like, why shock up with the family? Is it a kinky thing?
3: Yeah. He does a lot yeah.
2: of, like, rollover, speak, like, shake a paw, like, just bullying this guy
1: for being a dog. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. just being a dick. And then, like, he and Lucky his. and Dean are, like, having a conversation, and in the middle of this conversation, Sam does, like, a little whistle and, like, throws a tennis ball. Like, what a jackass.
2: Uh-huh. uh-huh, uh Lucky tells him to go to hell, and he's, like, already been, didn't agree with me, which is pretty good.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, now that Sam is no longer, like, Really interested in pretending to be himself. He's just, yeah. he's just having fun with being an asshole freely. Yep. He's like, finally, I can be an asshole. I can get back at Cass.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> so, yeah, it turns out this guy's like kind of a loser um, in yeah. like a classist way in terms of like how he's being written because he was a homeless man, right? Yeah. Yeah, he says I was living mm-hmm. on the um, streets. But they've just been going around like recruiting people their plan is like they've spread these guys out i mean you said this in the in the synopsis but like we're going to they're going to make a whole bunch of shape changers they're doing the exact same thing as the vampires were doing and the shifters are doing the monsters are propagating there's there's something going on here they're working together or actually it's unclear whether they're working together or if like every monster simultaneously just like had this idea but presumably like something is getting them all to do this there's like the Ur-monster, perhaps their mother, like, at the very top, that's, like, got some monster propagation plan going on here.
1: When, when Sam throws, sorry, not to distract from the very good points you're making, but when Sam throws the tennis ball, Lucky goes, fetch this dick. But he uh-huh. doesn't, like, he's not, uh, there is a comma there in, like, the subtitles, you know? Fetch this But dick. he doesn't, like, hey. have anything to gesture at because his hands are tied, so it sounds yeah. like he's just saying, fetch this dick. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um, so yeah, they, I, I do, I guess like, I don't know this, this episode, like I said in the chat last night becomes kind of nothing after this. I guess it's kind of interesting mm-hmm. that we have like a sympathetic monster here who they like use on their side to like, uh, uh, get at the other ones because of the fact that he cares about this family. Like this is the most like monster who's just a guy that I think we've ever like met or like seen in the
4: show before. Like we had Willow, we had uh, Amber Benson's character. Um, I don't remember her name, Lenore.
2: I think actually, wait, do I remember her name? Was it Lenore? That was the
1: vampire,
2: yeah. I right, I remember that because Lenore is the most vampire name ever, and is the name of a major character in Castlevania. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we had her, but even she was still like monster monster in terms of she had to like hold back her bloodlust or whatever. This is literally just a guy. Who can turn into a dog. Like, it outside of the fact that, like, he is murdering people, but he's murdering people in, like, a human way in terms of, like, he is protecting people he cares about. He's not doing it for, like,
4: pure monstrous, like, instinct reasons or whatever. I think that's interesting. I don't know if it's gonna go anywhere or
2: if it matters, but, like, this feels like a first for this show anyway.
1: Um...
2: Y'all, y'all don't agree?
1: No, I think, yeah. Um, I just have nothing, like, to build on because the rest of this episode is just like, oh no, a little bit of an action movie. Um, And there's nothing mm-hmm. for me to take notes on there except that there's one really cool shot right. of, like, I think it's Dean standing in front of, like, I guess a massive puddle and there's, like, a cool reflection shot going on.
2: Yeah, that's why I was skipping past all that to talk about, like, the one thing about this I think is interesting. Yeah. But if neither of you have anything to say about it, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, my,
1: my last remaining note besides the Dean and Sam conversation is just the, I already said, like, they made a dog an incel. Like, it it does feel like they made him a little bit sympathetic because, like, he had a sucky life and now these people were nice to him and he's trying to protect them. But, like, on the other hand, like, it's really gross to get in bed with a woman when she doesn't know that you're a person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And to watch her shower, also gross. Yeah, no, it's like... It's gross and creepy, and you shouldn't be doing that. And she was right to shut the door in your face, even if it hurt your feelings. Sorry. Mm Mm-hmm. Maybe don't be a freaking creep next time.
2: Yeah, and that's sort of what I mean in terms of, like... I don't know, it's interesting, because this guy, he's literally just a guy. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, he's not even, he's not even, like... Really, he's being, he's being, like, a voyeur, but, like, he's not even, like, doing anything overly predatory. Like, literally, he just wants to be around these people and is, like, I don't know, maybe he would have done something bad, but it seems like he, like, I don't know.
1: Yeah, it does seem like there's maybe a suggestion of, like, how people like this guy who are just desperate for human connection but don't know how to get it are kind of susceptible to being pulled Uh into, like, larger movements that are gross and creepy Um, like, he got turned into a literal monster. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and that's sort of what
2: I'm, that's sort of the point I'm trying to make, in that, like, he doesn't do, like, monstrous things other than, like, killing some people, but again, it's for human reasons in terms of, like, these are the only people that, like, have ever cared about me because I'm a cute dog right now, and so I want to keep them safe.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: And then he walks off into the sunset like Lassie or whatever.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Which, like, he's just out there. They just let him go. And I guess they make the point that there's a bunch of other shifters out there, too. Or not shifters. They're not shifters. J- dog shape changers, But, like... Yeah, it's weird. Cause these are the least... I guess other ones might still do this plan, is the thing. Mm-hmm. But... The show doesn't seem particularly concerned about that, other than just dropping that one line. I don't know.
0: Well, the... The alpha is dead, so no one's going to give the signal. But, yeah, yeah, eventually they'll probably, like, grow some independence and be like, we should probably do this at some point.
2: Yeah, but then also we might just have a bunch of <laughs> dog people out there. A bunch of dog boys.
1: Mm-hmm. Good.
0: <laughs> I guess
2: one thing of note, none of them are women.
1: Well, there's never any women on the plot point. Like, they remind you of your daughter That's true.
2: <laughs> I mean, Lenore was a woman.
1: Yeah, so that they could be weird about Gordon.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Sure. Like, we've had women who were monsters before, is, is all I'm saying.
1: Yeah. I mean,
3: I was like, being I suspicious, don't know. but yeah. Like, right, I, but,
2: I, but I, I was trying to make a point in terms of what you were saying about, like, in Seldom or, like, particularly, like, the nature of, um like, men and a lack of community or whatever, like, men being particularly vulnerable to this plan.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Which like I don't I don't know if that's in the text at all. It's probably because they just like got men as their as their like uh minor actor characters or whatever, but I don't
1: know. Maybe if they involved women they would have to be like, Well, why don't they just make more shape changers by having sex? Because they're incels. Well, it's
2: also not going to... That's going to take way longer to do than just turning <laughs> a bunch so, of people. Yeah. You like, have to deal with babies. You have to wait, we have to wait nine months. You have to deal with babies. You probably can't have too many at one time. I don't know. Hmm. Hmm. If two shape-changers as dogs had had <laughs> puppies, they You'd could have... probably have, have with, to stay with...
1: in dog form the whole...
2: Uh-huh. Do
1: dog pregnancy But would class. they all be
2: able to turn into people...
1: Yeah, if it's genetic, so yeah, it's actually shorter hmm. than a human pregnancy. Yeah, like pretty significantly. It's like yeah. three months. Hmm. Anyway, but do yeah, they age much... in dog years or people years?
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's the question. That's what I'm saying. There's there's so there's so many implications here. There's so much stuff that's weird and doesn't make any sense.
1: Uh yeah, I well, guess if it God spreads forbid, through infection, they don't usually have like people growing up as a shape changer, so it just doesn't apply. Like it never, yeah, um, maybe not never, but never within the show. Like nobody has to deal with the question. What a shock! Supernatural implied a question and then never answered it.
2: Yeah, Yep. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, there's like action zine stuff. Um, there's a lot of like Dean, take the shot. I can't take the shot. There's people in the way. Blah 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 blah.
1: Take the shot anyway, because um, is a freak.
2: We get some dogs getting shot, but also, like, they turn back into people, so we don't see dogs getting shot, which, like, that's funny, It's <laughs> This is a complicated,
1: of. does the dog die?
2: Yeah, yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, the one dog we do see get shot is Lucky, because he's the sympathetic one, and now we're sad about <laughs> the dog being <laughs> this, shot.
1: This episode is the dog dying equivalent of that. Um, the cars entry that's like, does someone get hit by a car? And it's like, yes, they are all cars and they are constantly hitting each other.
2: That's very funny. Uh. (laughs) Apparently Adam Glass was like, I thought this episode was great in terms of like, I made dogs scary, but people are mad at me because, because they don't like to think about dogs being the bad guys and also dogs getting shot.
1: I mean, you kicked puppies, Adam Glass. Uh
2: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, also, I should say, this German Shepherd that, that is lucky, um, is a very well-trained dog. Good, mm-hmm. good dog stuff in this. What a it's good hard boy. to, yeah. I hope he got lots of treats.
1: They should put it's, dogs is... on IMDb.
2: They should, they should. I was trying to find if there's any info about this dog, uh, cause, you know, sometimes there is, sometimes, like, people behind the scenes are like, oh yeah, there's facts about dog, but, like, this wasn't a big enough episode for anyone to have bothered, I guess. I think I think Lucky is just uh credited as like unknown German Shepherd in the wiki. Um
0: know your herstery. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, yeah, Lucky gets shot and it's like, oh no, Lucky's gonna die, and then uh Dean finally manages to take the shot, takes this guy out, Lucky is saved. Uh Mandy, is that her name? Yeah. Mandy sees mm-hmm. At one point but they Sam say like, Amanda, but for the rest
1: of the episode they just say Mandy, yeah. so.
2: Like you said, we get this pathetic little guy scene of him coming back and her being like, I'm really freaked out that my dog was a weird man, get out of here, and he sadly goes off mm-hmm. in the sunset. And then we get this final conversation about Sam being like, I'm not me, which is uh, something mm-hmm. I guess.
1: Yeah, he's like, I don't actually care about Lisa and Ben, I don't even care about you. I don't care about you! <laughs> yeah. He's like, but I need your help, which I'm not gonna get unless I'm actually honest with you. So I don't care. I don't give a shit about anything. I've done all kinds of terrible shit, and maybe I should feel guilty, but I don't. So um, I've been getting the job done, and it works. just everything is easier for me. But nothing like, really hurts. I should probably go back.
2: Yeah, it's a, She's like, I've been thinking. It was. It was kind of harder, but there are also things about it I remember that I. Let's just say I think I should probably go back to being him. I want to know what-
1: I want to know. I
2: want to know what particular things make him be like, this would be better. I'm mm-hmm. so curious.
1: Like, how does a soulless person want a soul back? If everything is easier, well, like, objectively? Well,
2: well, Emma, you see there's this video game called Kingdom Hearts 2. <laughs> oh, Christ. <laughs> uh this also, this does a better job showing what someone who is soulless and can't feel emotions but would want to feel them than Kingdom Hearts 2 does, because that game is so much of a melodrama that, of course, its villains need to, like, feel and have big emotions, even though they say that they don't have them, whereas Sam is actually not having any emotions.
1: Um, if you're interested me in, in- my Kingdom Hearts 2 podcast. A very different take on, like, souls and gravity, um- Read the Lock tomb. I am no longer asking. Yeah. I should reread all three good. of them again. I'm just going to keep doing that until Electo comes out. <laughs> I have 121 sticky notes in my copy of Nona.
4: Oh my God.
2: I have a lot of, like, I, I had the ebook version, uh, but I have a, a lot of highlighted sections.
1: Yeah.
2: A lot of notes that are just like question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs>
1: I should probably switch to highlighting instead of sticky notes because these are my copies and I'm never getting rid of them. Mm. And I'm out of sticky notes. Anyway, so that's it for this episode. All right.
2: that's, yeah, we're t- now that we're talking about the lock tube, like, we're done here. This is it.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: I gave myself a headache drinking my frappé. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh,
2: well, Ash is dying, so we gotta get out of here. Uh, it's Actifax time. <laughs> Um, Mandy was played by Janet Kidder, who was Julia Cook in Earth Final Conflict, a Gene Roddenberry show, uh, post uh, though apparently it was based on his notes. I've never heard about that show before. Um, also Lee Sutton in the industry, uh, Corporal Marina de Lucio uh, in Tom Stone. Lucio, I don't know. Uh, Anne Sadler in Continuum. Ruve Adams and Arrow. Leela Jacobs and the Man in the High Castle. Osira in Star Trek Discovery. District Attorney Hughes in Kung Fu. Diane and Bride of Chucky. Lieutenant Colonel Blaine in Operation Christmas Drop. Uh, and uh, also J.K. Rowling's mother in a documentary made about J.K. Rowling in 2011. Horrible. Wild. I did not know that they did a, did that they did that, and it's like they have actors playing J.K. Rowling and her family. I hate it. Uh, Lucky was played by Andrew Rothenberg, who was Jim in season one of The Walking Dead. That's how I I, I like I thought he looked from
1: him he, oh, he is familiar.
2: Jewish. Yeah. Um, and uh, one of the shape changers, at number two on IMDb. This is doing this is always so funny. He's like, I don't know if this guy even had any lines. Uh, But this is Alex uh, Ponovic, who was also Sergeant Fisher, Battlestar Galactica, Big Al, and Got a Grudge, which... Got a Grudge was a reality show in the mid-2000s that ran for two seasons that was a show where they made two regular people who had beef fight it out. Like, if you were like an office worker and had like up, like, were angry about your coworker about their continued use of the printer or whatever, <laughs> you'd like come on the show and like have a fist fight. It wow. seems like a blood sport.
1: That sounds unfathomable <laughs> to me. Uh huh. Simply never mention it.
2: Um, he was also Shao Kahn in The Mortal Kombat Show, Jim in Arctic Air, Gustus in The 100, Julian DuPont in iZombie, Wygar Oak in Dirk Gently, Colonel Slater in Narco Leap, Julius in Van Helsing, Ivan in Hawkeye, uh, Winter in War for the Planet of the Apes, and Breachman Boshevik in Sinopier, sir. So, yeah, this guy's been on a bunch of stuff. (laughs) Um, but, uh, that's it. Uh... Thank you very much for listening. Uh, please rate and review us on the podcast platform of your choice. Uh, and oh, wait. Next uh, next Next week, we are talking about?
1: I closed the tabs. Uh, next week, we're talking about uh, Clap, uh, clap your your Hands, oh my if God. you believe. That's a fun one. Oh, it's a Ben Edlin one. That's why. And Caged are Heat, getting, which is probably not as bad as it sounds.
2: Are we getting fairies? Are fairies going to be on the show now? Let's see. All right.
1: Yep. <laughs> Yep, we will
2: see. I'm excited to be disappointed. <laughs> Man, I sorry, I have to rant for just a second. Like, how is this, like, one of the biggest urban fantasy shows on TV when, like, every monster it brings on is the lamest version of that monster ever? Like, nothing has any, like, majesty or gravitas or threat or anything. It it drives me nuts. It's starting to drive me nuts.
0: Wyatt... Remember, people don't watch this show. I know. I know that's why I know, but
2: like was that was that really the only thing that kept it alive? Like this show had yes. like a fairly big like like right wing like we watched this for for cool men fighting monsters, like a like contingent as well, though. I
0: think eventually that dropped off when the sheer force of the rabid fandom mm. was enough to keep it alive, all right. Like, I- I would- I- that's totally off the cuff, but, like, I'm pretty sure that for the most part, the only thing that kept Supernatural alive was the fact that it had a huge fandom.
2: Yeah, alright. I believe that. It's just, like...
1: doesn't even have to be good. <sighs> at all. If Supernatural mm-hmm. had to be good, can you, like, fathom how short it would have lasted?
4: Uh-huh. Uh, well. Uh... I guess
2: join us next time for those episodes and me being sad about fairies, probably. Uh <laughs> until then, we're gonna I guess be having a frank conversation about I don't know, which which one of us doesn't have a soul. This is this is where we
1: reveal it. Hash your ginger, right? <laughs> <laughs> You've seen me in real life! No, but I think you're closest of all of us.
0: It's true, I am closest to being a ginger. My older brother is a ginger. My boyfriend's a ginger. Oh my god, my right, Alex. Okay,
1: there we go then. Yeah, and
0: Danny. I have a lot of gingers around me, and if I spend a lot of time outside in the summertime, my hair does turn so red. So then it's definitely you. All
2: right, all right, well.
0: I am one blonde highlight away from being a redhead. That-
1: so why were you acting so offended? You were like 75% of the way there, and you're like, what, me, no way. the way you were like, Ash,
0: you're a redhead, right? When you've actually... S- Seen me in real life. I said, "I know that Discord your hair is like very close to
1: red."
2: Okay. Bye, everybody.
1: <laughs> Bye.
0: Music used on Word of Godcast is The Last Ones by Jazar on freemusicarchive.org. Licensed under an attribution share alike 3.0 international license. Find the link in the episode description.